So what is a, what is a geek squad in the, in the tech world? Like, is that just like the punching bag or, or what? Uh, I mean, I guess technically the Geek Squad is Best Buy's like repair service. No, I know like whatever. I know like what it is, but where where are they on like the hierarchy? Oh, um, you know, I, I'd say they're a somewhat respected um place for your average consumer. Uh, you know, I I, I understand that some like IT professionals might look down on the Geek Squad that but that's primarily because they're pompous asses and they uh they're like, "Oh, I can just do everything myself. I don't need the f- no fucking Geek Squad." They're like the dads of like <laughs> the the IT world where they're like, "Oh, I'll, I, you don't need that. I'll, I'll make you one of those." <laughs> what about Get off uh, my lawn? Well, who's going to win in a fight? The Geek Squad or the Apple Genius guys? God. <laughs> Assuming that an actual punch gets thrown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. That would be a close one. Um, yeah, you would really have to assume that a punch gets thrown in, in that fight. <laughs> um, I bet some of them can scrap. Um, so... The last time that I was in Best Buy and I uh, I was in line and the the guy running the Geek Squad desk, um, he he didn't have anyone in line. And I guess you can check out through Geek, Geek Squad if you need to. So um, he motioned me to come over and he checked me out and he had like neck tattoos. He looked like he could brawl if he wanted to or yeah. needed to. Um, so real, real beefy geek. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, we actually talked for like 20 minutes just about like random, you know, shit. He was a cool dude. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know the, you know, obviously I'm joking. Don't paint with a broad brush. <laughs> right. Cause David here, uh, he can beat some ass. Uh, I, I'll, I'll kick my own ass. That's, that's what <laughs> I'll pull something. <laughs> <laughs> seriously i will pull something before the before the the fight even starts i'm down i've done my back (laughs) right yeah oh my back get off my lawn (laughs) (laughs) all right well well, everyone welcome into the geek raj podcast the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio web program on the interwebs um i am of course your host david dassaw and joined with me as per usual is my sexy and sultry co-host zach wills how are you doing mr zach wills i'm awake yeah yep well that that's good that's, that's it's a good it's for, a good start bringing about yeah. 20 20 percent today that's uh, it there's co- there's coffee in this mug <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I I don't have one of those Hollywood doctors to give me that sparkle pill. I got to muster it <laughs> right from the gut. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a long day with a toddler. Uh, I, I understand that. Um, she, it's, it's like you spend well. all day in the house, but you're still like worn out. Like you've been out hiking. Oh, and, and I went to yeah. the dentist today. That doesn't help either. Oh God. Was that for you or for the toddler? No, for me. Okay. I've got just uh, bad genes when it comes to teeth. Oh man. Yeah. I, I know that tends to happen to people that, like they, they brush 15 times a day and still end up with a boatload of 
tooth issues. I had to get two filled, uh, two cavities uh, filled today. I don't know. You th- you'd think I eat nothing but candy, but I brush and floss. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, some people just have shit luck. Uh, I fortunately am am not one of those people. I every once in a while I'll need a filling, but I I can't remember the last time I needed one. Ah, uh, um, fucking lucky. I'm like I'm used to it now. I don't get really like stressed out or been out of shape about having to go. But I went to uh, this was when, when I was still living um, up in your neck of the woods. You know where mm-hmm. um, Aspen Dental is in Hermitage. You remember that? Yeah, actually. Yeah. I went there and I can't remember why it was probably like an insurance thing at a previous job, but mm-hmm. they did some x-rays. Take a guess at how many fillings they told me I needed. Uh, 10 double it. They told me, I'm not kidding. They told me you need 20 fillings. And I called my previous dentist who I couldn't see anymore. Who was an actual dentist with like an <laughs> office and shit. Because Aspen Dental's like the sports clips for dentists, right? So I called uh-huh. him, and I, and, and I was like, for "I was like, <laughs> is this real? Like, is this even medically possible for someone who brushes and flosses?" And he's like, "Look, you've probably got some soft spots, bad genes, or whatever, but it's extremely unlikely they require to be filled. They're likely just trying to." pump your um, insurance for cash and try to get butts in seats in there. Mm -hmm. That was, that was insane. So fuck those guys. Don't ever go to Aspen dental in Hermitage, Tennessee. If they're even still there, I doubt it. Yeah. uh, I don't, I don't think they were. I think that that became one of those places where the, the, the sign was out front, but they had vacated a long time ago. Yeah, that that blew uh, my mind. You need twenty fillings. I'm like, uh, fuck yourself. I, yeah, I would not believe that horseshit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I had a similar instance where uh, when when me and my brothers were younger, we went to we were going to this uh, family den- dentist place. A really cool place. They had like uh, in the waiting room. They had um, like arcade games and stuff you could play while you're okay. waiting. And for free too, like you didn't have to pay. And uh, it was also one of those places. <laughs> that would be shitty. <laughs> it was also one of those places where you uh, you lean back in the the seat, and it, they have uh, TVs in the ceilings, so that was pretty neat. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, all this to say that they, they were pretty high end. Uh, so to keep that bottom line. Uh, they, they had to do the same thing. They, they charged a lot of money and they, they told my parents that like me and my two brothers, we all needed braces. And my dad looked at my teeth. He was like, let me look at your teeth. He's like, you don't fucking need braces. (laughs) He's like, we're, we're switching Dennis. (laughs) It sounds like some shit my dad would do. Literally, we switched this <laughs> because they told us. <laughs> and so we go to the new dentist like three weeks later. And he's the dentist looks at my teeth like with no x-rays. And he's like, your dad's right. You guys don't fucking need braces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was and, and like I was relieved and like elated uh, because 
having braces terrified me. I had braces so. and it, it like wasn't that bad. You got to get used <clears throat> no. to them. But after braces, a lot of times you got to get this retainer mounted mm-hmm. in uh, to your mouth or maybe it was before the braces. Either way, I had a retainer like in the roof of my mouth, like permanently. Right. Well, it was up there and they had right. this little tool that you had to use to adjust it like every few days to create space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my dad, I remember this. My dad had me on the floor with his knee in my chest with this tool <laughs> connected to this fucking retainer in the roof of my mouth, trying to muscle it to move. And then we go to the dentist like the next day and they literally just put the little tool in the little hole and move it like an eighth of an inch. And they, that's all it was. Your point, my point is your dad doesn't know everything and you reach a certain age <laughs> where, where you learn that the hard way. <laughs> Uh, poor dad. Anyway, he was just try- he was just trying to do what's right. I know. Well, Anyways, welcome to uh, Teeth Talk. Yeah, welcome to Teeth Talk, the the brand new podcast where we tell you we're about geek shit, and then you tune in and we talk about teeth for forty five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> ah, get- jokes on you, fuckers! <laughs> See you on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I uh, speaking of seeing see on the moon, I heard that William Shatner paid like a bajillion dollars to fly in uh, into space for like two seconds and then come back down. That's yeah, fucking William Shatner. Let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> you know, fine. If you want to go up there with Bezos for a few seconds, whatever. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, uh, a, little, yeah. a little jealous. I think commercial space travel is going to be a thing uh, moving forward, and I'm a little jealous Probably. that I can't afford it. Yeah, um, I mean, it is like $30 million. Uh, I think that's... I thought it was projected like... um, Wasn't Branson saying it was going to be like a hundred grand or something like that? I read that years ago, but I think that was like a target price. Yeah, I'm sure once it gets to like, quote unquote, commercial level where, you know, I mean, I'm not saying your average person is going to be able to afford it, but, but like... Maybe the the five percent and not the one percent. <laughs> Maybe uh, the average person uh, can't even afford the dentist. Bringing it back, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> That's what you call a callback. <laughs> That's what you call a callback. That's right. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of the moon, I can't pick a fucking stock to save my life. Recently, I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if anybody yeah, out there feels my pain, you can. Yeah, live I know this you've been. Me. You've been dabbling in the uh, the stock market and the crypto, um, and been kind of talking to me passively about it, and um, so that's uh, going fair to Midland. <laughs> it's going, it's going all right. I'm I'm talking yeah. to my buddy uh, Michael, uh, other Michael. All my friends are named Michael. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So listen, Mike. I was talking to other Mike, and he was uh, he's trying to teach me how to do um, options trading. Any mm-hmm. idea what that is? Nope. Doesn't matter. Riskier, more volatile, but higher profits if you're smart about it. Sure. So that's that's what I'm playing around in. Okay. Not that anybody out there might be able to relate to that, but basically <laughs> it's um, what made Wall Street bets famous. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I dabbled in crypto a little bit earlier this year when I started bringing in money from the uh, the Etsy shop and I was like, this is fucking weird. Like I'm making money doing shit that I actually like to do. I, this has never happened before. 
And so I wanted to do something equally as weird and wild with my, uh, my earnings. And so I started throwing it at crypto and, uh, and then after a while I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I have mountains of debt, like student loans and credit card and like, yeah, like what, what are you doing? So I I focused all my energies on that. Um, crypto's weird, man. Yeah. And, uh, Welcome to welcome to Money Talks, uh, featuring David and Zach. There's finance um, you, geeks out there, I bet. <laughs> you thought you were tuning into the Geek Garage podcast, and you are, but <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> we're talking about basically everything else, but... Um, so yeah, no, we, we are here today to talk about uh, The Incredible Hulk from... Uh, was it 2008 and Thor, the first <clears throat> Thor movie from 2011. Yeah. And yeah, this has us uh, continu- continuing our marvelous journey or adventure, sorry, marvelous adventure uh, through the MCU in timeline order. Zach, you want to tell our dear listeners exactly why we are doing this for those that uh, for lo- those listeners that may be new. Um, or yeah, we're tuning in a while. Yeah, we're doing it because I couldn't be bothered uh, when they were originally coming out. I just I don't know why. I, I saw like parts of them in passing, but I never really um, watched them like with intent and actually tried to follow what was going on with the whole universe leading up to like Endgame. And then David asked me to be his co-host on this podcast, and I was like, "Well, I bring nothing to the table. Let's start learning." So <laughs> <clears throat> we started working our way through these movies, and. Um, Honestly, glad I did it. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about uh, the Hulk today. That one was meh. I don't even know. Usually, I look at like Rotten Tomatoes and see where it landed there, just as a general barometer. But um, I can't imagine it sure. was up there. Um, Thor, love that one. I've actually seen most of that one. Okay, I, I, I did enjoy that one. Cool. Yeah, the, those are two questions that I had lined up. Like usual, I think I've asked those questions of of all the movies so far. Like, have mm-hmm. you seen bits and pieces of these? Have you seen them at all? Um, so, yeah. Uh, but before we dig into that, we did have a couple of Facebook polls. Uh, the first one, uh, and both of these, uh, Zach, I apologize. I, I kind of, <clears throat> it, it was a, a knee-jerk thing posting these. And then I, I thought about it and I was like, Zach isn't really going to be able to <laughs> vote in either of these, like effectively, like nothing's stopping you from voting. But you I know, voted. the first one, uh, the first one was, uh, are you happy with the recasting of Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk or would you have preferred Edward Norton to maintain the role uh, throughout uh, and the results were overwhelmingly for Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. As I can well. see they should that. be having not even is... like seen him in that role. I don't think Edward Norton would have been the right choice for that. I don't know yeah. why, you know? Um, so see at the time, um, we can touch on this a, a little bit later whenever we get into the Hulk, but at the time I didn't, I actually liked Edward Norton's casting for the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, it, it might have to do with at that time, I was really, really getting into fight club and digging <laughs> more into the movie and realizing that uh, it's not a, about a bunch of dude bros. 
like just beating the shit out of each other. Um, but you can't tell the dude bros who love the movie that. Uh, you can. Um, they're not going to fucking listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, since Edward Norton's in that. Um, oh, I love I, I, I love him as an actor. Loved him in Rounders, yeah. too. That was another one that I remember his obviously American History X. But I mean, it's not about oh, his yeah. acting ability. It's just how he. I don't know. It felt the whole movie felt sad to me. Uh, Hulk is, uh, I think a notoriously, uh, um, tragic character. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of what I, what I gathered just from the, the original, uh, TV series theme. Like, have you ever like go and listen to the theme from the Hulk? Yeah. That walk away music. Yeah. It's fucking sad. (laughs) Like it's unnecessarily sad. I don't know why yeah. they made that music a thing, uh, but uh, they did. Um, anyways, second poll question. Yeah. Uh, and this was much closer of a race, but once again, one that Zach couldn't really effectively <laughs> answer was. I think I even if, said that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then I had to comment in there, like, please, no one like bring up how Stormbreaker co- comes about because I I fucked up here. I'll admit, but I couldn't take the pull down because it was actually getting results in like people. Lots of people voted in this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, if uh, the question was, if you were worthy, would you rather wield Mjolnir or Stormbreaker? Um, and it was pretty neck and neck for a while. Uh, but Mjolnir ended up winning. Not really a, a big surprise, considering that Mjolnir is uh, much more prevalent in uh, the comic books and the movies, and Stormbreaker is much more, much newer to the the scene. But yeah, uh, Zach, you will see Stormbreaker come about later on. I'm not going to tell you how, obviously, that big spoilers, but it's just an, another weapon. Um, that, so you, you uh, can't you can't give me any taste door. without spoiling anything. It's just another big hammer. It's it's not a hammer. It is an axe. Oh, okay. And it is uh, like five times bigger than than Mjolnir. Okay. It's uh, it's a uh, it's a big mamacita that uh, that Stormbreaker. Uh, but yeah, you uh, unfortunately we're gonna have to wait a little bit uh, to to see it. But we'll we'll get there. Um, we'll we'll get there. All right. So um, yeah, like I said, that one was a much closer uh, race be- between the two. But Mjolnir did end up winning. Um, don't have any side topics uh, for this episode. Any uh, nerdy news or anything, Zach? Do you have anything by chance? Uh, no, and my apologies to everyone because we were going to do the beer thing, but, uh, um, oh, yeah. I, uh, thought that I selected next day shipping to get it to David in time, but I didn't. So we'll do that on the next one. I think it's the, uh, if you're in the group, you saw the, uh, what is it, the warhead sour ale yeah. or whatever that looks just terrible, but I'm not a sour <laughs> beer fan. So I'm a huge warhead fan, but I'm not a sour mm-hmm. beer fan. And whenever these big brands try to branch off into something else, I get, <clears throat> pretty excited about it so we'll do that next do, time yeah uh so yeah next week whatever episode we end up doing next week um maybe we'll just fucking like do the episode about that beer and That's nothing fine. else we can do a bonus and, and we'll just yeah we'll just like no it doesn't even have to be a bonus like it'll just be next week's episode and it'll just be us like shooting the shit and 
Um, <laughs> if we get desperate enough, if it's like 15 minutes into the episode and we start running out of things to talk about, and just start Googling, like get on IGN and be like, all right, what's happening in the nerd world? You know, we can, um, we can start it early and see if we can finish all four in the course of a whole podcast and see how sloppy that gets. <laughs> <laughs> Our faces would just be like puckered so tight because yeah. of the sourness. Just sweating and slurring our words. All right. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Dude, I would pee so many times in the night. Dude, you cross, yeah. you cross 30. You start, I don't know if you were the same, but yeah, yeah. I can't dude, like this. Um, this, what I'm drinking now is going to make me pee like three times. I know. Yeah. I'm slowly starting to get to that point where, uh, maybe two, two or three times a week, I'll have to get up in the middle of the night or early in the morning, like at three or four to, to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, this is. This is not a good look, man, because a lot of the times if I get up in the middle of the night for whatever reason, I have a really difficult time going back to sleep. Yeah. So so if I have to wake up at like three thirty or four to go to the bathroom, then there's a really good chance that I am not <laughs> getting back to sleep. Right. It's a huge bummer because uh, I love my sleep. So. God, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> Getting like a good eight hours. Yeah. Doesn't happen um, with, with our current situation, but no, those darn kids. Ugh. What are you going to do? <clears throat> Hate them. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Fucking scumbags. <laughs> like that's the most frustrating thing in the world that you would die for. Uh, yeah. It's like, I hate you, but I would die for you. <laughs> I die for you. No, she's you know it's true. Pretty great most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, today we're going to talk about the Incredible Hulk and Thor. Uh, we're going to hit on the Incredible Hulk first uh, because it comes first in the MCU uh, chronological order timeline. Order, yeah. order, order, order in the court. Order. Um. So, actually, um, Zach, I can't remember if I texted you this last night. I, I, I was pretty stoned, so I, I could have. I could not have. I mean, that's doesn't narrow it down. I'm you know stoned like every night. But uh, so I was googling the the timeline because I, I you know I. We initially thought that we skipped over the Incredible Hulk, right? Uh, because the Incredible Hulk during Phase One, um, the movies were still kind of all over the place, and the the Hulk, the the rights to the Hulk have been um, have belonged to Universal uh, since like the dawn of time. Uh, so since like the TV show with Lou Ferrigno. So it's like a um, Spider Man thing. Basically, yeah. And and so when the movie came out, it was distributed by Universal. And that's a lot of the reason why it's not currently on Disney+. Plus. So we're going to have to find uh, another website to to go off of that has the movies in in timeline order. Um but also excludes the shows because we're we're not diving into the shows. That that's just too much work on no, our part. We'll do that in bits and pieces <laughs> later, maybe. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, so 
<clears throat> what I was saying was I, I thought that we had skipped over the Hulk originally, like uh, we were going to move on to the first Avengers movie or Thor and Avengers. I was like, oh, shit, back up. Like we got to do the Incredible Hulk, uh, even though it's not on Disney Plus, it's still technically part of the MCU. And I thought that it came like in between Iron Man one and two, maybe, uh, but it actually like we're doing it in correct order. So we should give ourselves a pat on the back for crushed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, it, it does go, um, you know, the, the last episode we did was Iron Man one and two. And now we are doing um, Incredible Hulk and Thor. And then we'll uh, next episode, we'll do Avengers all on its own. So. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the Incredible Hulk uh, director is Louis Letterier. Letterier sounded uh, up. Yeah, Letterier. Letterier. There it is. <laughs> um, Louis, Louis, I, I, I'm very sorry. I, I know this guy is going to definitely listen to our shit show of a podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. he's a Patreon but... subscriber. How you feeling? Now? <laughs> And jokes on you, Lewis. Um, Enjoy teeth talk, fucker. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, uh, yes, he is the director. Uh, the The cast is Edward Norton, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth, William Hurt, and Tim Blake Nelson, along with a few others. Uh, <clears throat> Zach, you want to hit us with the uh, the tomato score? Um, you have the the notes pulled up on your no, end. No, I don't. I'm, you should pull up the notes. So bad, I know. You should pull up the notes. Mm. I know. Hang on. I'm playing with my man boobs for all all those you uh, listening at home. Uh, I'm not, not watching the video on the same screen where I can see you, but I knew you could hear it through the microphone. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, hang on. Here it comes. If you have it, you can just say it. <laughs> oh, I'll fill in the tomato. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. See, that's what I was going to guess. That's what I was going to guess. Yeah. The 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 critic score is the first one, right? The critic yeah. score and then the audience score. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the critic score is 67 and then the audience score is 70, which I guess seems about right. Um, I... I like this movie. I don't love it. Um, I want to, st I, I want a solo Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo. I don't know if we'll ever get one. Um, the closest I think we're, we've come so far or we will get is uh, she Hulk whenever that comes out on Disney plus uh, next year. I don't even know what that is. What's she Hulk? She-Hulk is the girl version of Hulk. Okay. Um, so uh, I, I was reading this on the MCU wiki uh, last night, but She-Hulk is supposedly the... Um, oh, man, is it the... I think it's either the cousin... Uh, no, it, it's. I think it's like the niece of Bruce Banner. Um, so she gets handed down the... Um, the uh what am i trying to say the um <clears throat> the gamma radiation um issue that 
that Bruce okay. um, dealt with, I believe. Uh, I think I, I can't remember exactly if this is like comic book canon or if this is what they're proposing in the actual show. But somehow through a familial uh, resemblance, um, it was the genetic uh, quote unquote disorder or whatever you want to call his his gamma radiation poisoning. Um, it was passed down to her. Gotcha. Uh, so she becomes the She-Hulk, but uh, from what, what I color gather, is she? she, she's also green. Um, but oh, okay. f- from what I've gathered, she is um, she she has her wits about her uh, a lot more than the regular traditional Incredible Hulk does. Like she can, she hulks out, but she is able to like maintain composure a lot easier than okay. he is. Um, I'm guessing that's something that has to change moving forward, right? What do you mean? Like, he can't just be like this loose cannon maniac. Like, towards the end, they kind of alluded to him reeling it in a little bit, right? Yes. Uh, so, I, I mean, granted, there's there's a lot of stuff here that I could fill in for you, but it would <clears throat> obviously effectively spoil um, upcoming movies like Thor Ragnarok and uh, uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and, and shit like that. So I've seen uh, parts of Ragnarok. Okay, I remember. So, so I remember our dog like that one. <laughs> your dog? <laughs> yeah, our, our little Cairn Terrier. He started like in one of the fight scenes when they were playing. Um, what's that song? Dun, da, 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 that one. Yeah. The he, he, song. He, he was like uh, running around and barking. He got all hyped up about it. So he was, he, he liked that one. Dude, that is the appropriate response for both dogs and humans. Yeah. If you hear the immigrant song in any context, yeah. you just, you get fucking jacked. He was all about it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So you said that this movie wasn't too high uh, on um, uh, just not too high in general for you. Um, would you care to explain some of your uh, your thoughts and feelings overall on the movie? Uh, broad strokes. Like I said, it felt it felt different. It felt like mm-hmm. I was watching like a Batman movie. It was very dark and gloomy. It was sad. Um, the music didn't seem to fit in some places, which was weird. Like the, one of the early scenes, maybe it was like when they were in like, I can't remember, but it was like, the music was really sad and it was almost Mm -hmm. like, it was like, it was like a tragedy. Like they were trying to tell that sort of like tragic story, which like we established the Hulk is kind of a tragic character, I guess. Mm Um, fun movie, I guess. Who doesn't love, you know, big green monster (laughs) fighting another big green monster. Right. But for, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, eh. sure. Uh, you know, that's understandable. Um, yeah, I, I think this one is a weird one, you know, because it's, uh, it's one of those few MCU movies. That's like still part of the MCU, but still really feels like an outlier. Like it's part of phase one. And, um, you know, they, Edward Norton wasn't recast as, uh, as Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. So that, that was kind of a, a weird thing. Um, but you know, obviously the, the fans have r- truly embraced Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. 
So I don't think too many people took issue with the recasting, but still, I, I think that's kind of did a number on this movie in terms of like where it ranks for people. What, uh, uh, and, what was the reason for the recast? Do you know? I actually am not sure. Um, I, so this is a theory that I had, but I doubt that there's any truth to it. So it, uh, apparently it's notorious that, um, Edward Norton was involved with a lot of rewrites for the script. Um, and apparently they would like rewrite the script as they were filming the movie. So there was just constant rewrites and he, he's actually credited as a writer for the movie on the movie poster, but he's credited under a different name, like a pseudonym. A nom de plume. Yeah, which uh, so is kind of funny and odd. Who else but, did we did we run into that with? Uh, Don Cheadle, when he took over as Rhodey, wasn't that an issue too? A lot of rewrites and a lot of reshoots with the original Rhodey. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that happened with uh with Terrence Howard, right. uh, because he was being a dick. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. also painting painting with a a broad brush there. You know, I, I don't know Mr. Terrence Howard, uh, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Th- Terrence Howard, just, thanks for subscribing. Yes. <laughs> that's just us, um, you know, looking at the IMDb trivia and Wikipedia trivia and, and all that. So, um, but yeah, I uh, I don't mind this movie. I so when I rewatched it uh, a couple days ago. It was literally the only the second time I've seen this movie. I went to go see it in theaters uh, when it first came out. Um, like, it, I, uh, let's see. So 2008. So like, I think this same year as Iron Man 1, actually, uh, or maybe the year after. I, I can never remember. But uh, yeah, it was only the second time I've seen this movie, oddly enough. Um, and like I said, I, I don't mind it. Uh, I, I don't think... It's um, it's the greatest MCU movie. It probably ranks within like the the lowest of the the movies for me. But yeah, um, you know, I I don't mind it. I, I thought it was was kind of fun, and uh, it, it's just yeah. It, so I, it so just feels we... like it's lacking. Yeah, the, Thor was a breath of fresh air after um, watching this one. But it says here, and this is just a random article. There was an official statement released from whoever had the right to release an official statement that said something like, we needed somebody who embodied the nature and blah, blah, blah of the cast or whatever. And then this one says um, Edward Norton's controlling nature on set and his insistence on controlling the production was said to be the reason why Marvel didn't want to work with him again. After okay. the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I got off on a tangent and totally lost um, lost uh, my, my train of thought. But that was going to be a guess, actually, is that moving forward, since Disney took over, um, like Thor was the very last movie um, under the uh, like the the non MCU slash Disney banner. Um so in comes Avengers, in comes Disney. And so, and then all of a sudden, you know, the rest is history. So my guess would have been something very similar to that. Like, 
you know, Kevin Feige's like, nah, that shit ain't going to fly. Like we have a very, very, very particular vision on where we want to go with every single movie because every single movie needs to tie into each other just like a comic book series does that lapses over a long period of time. Um, So there can be no confusion and, and all that. And, you know, Edward Norton, he's been in some great movies. And so he's, uh, and, and they're not tied to anything else. Like he's been in a lot of one-offs, like, like you mentioned, American history X rounders. Like he's been in a lot of those movies where I'm sure there, there was like freedom to improvise. And those directors like were willing to take notes uh, from the actors, especially if they were, you know, very well-respected, re- well-respected actors like Norton. Um, so yeah, I-, I can see the studio being like, nah, like we need someone that can like, that can really act and embody Bruce Banner, but also knows how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I think about rounders and then I think about American history X in some of the roles that Edward Norton has played, he's a dramatic actor, isn't he? So mm-hmm. maybe they were really trying to lean into that tragic figure of Bruce Banner. And they thought yeah. he, he was a good fit for that. Maybe that's, maybe that that's what it was, but um, I don't know for me. Yeah. It was, it, it just didn't have it. I don't know. What do I know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, that, that totally makes sense. Um, and I can totally see that. Um, w- were you aware of General Ross and the fact that he this is not his last appearance in the MCU? Uh, were no. you aware of that? Okay, no. so y- you know. Well, they they alluded about. they alluded to it at the, at the at that uh, credit scene, right? And walks Tony Stark, and they have their little back right. and forth. Yeah. Um. Even though, like, that's kind of hinting that, hey, this is not the last time you're going to see General Ross. Uh, it was like, I, th- I think the trivia said eight years before he makes his first reappearance. Um, in canon? Uh, yes, in the MCU. Um, I- if you want, I can tell you which movie he ends up uh, back in. Yeah, later that's fine. On. Uh, so he shows up in uh, Civil War, in Captain America Civil War. Oh, okay. So it, they kind of <clears throat> set him up for some, like, like a redemption story maybe because he he didn't go out looking great in this one. Oh no he's a major dick oh, okay <laughs> um, so still an it, asshole all right uh, well i i mean in, in the incredible hulk uh that that's what i was uh, like I, I was um oh okay saying yes to what you were saying like you know they didn't paint him in a great light in the incredible hulk and i was agreeing yes he is a major dick yeah. and while he doesn't necessarily uh become any greater he doesn't get any worse um as uh, as you see him more in movies and you know he doesn't necessarily have a huge role going forward but he does pop up a couple different times uh for you know small bit roles and uh, and he gets promoted up the ladder so you'll see that um, okay. that's not much much of a spoiler um i don't think so nah. uh, especially since you know like we said it, it uh, with that scene with him and tony stark kind of alludes to him showing back up uh later on so um 
couple of trivia factoids that I found interesting. So Paul Souls, who plays uh, Stanley, the owner of the pizza shop, he actually provided the voice for Spider-Man in the Hulk uh, 66 animated series. Okay. Um, the, character, the character's name uh, may also be another tribute to the Hulk co-star uh, or co-creator Stanley. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, a couple, a uh, couple little throwbacks uh, in this one. The, obviously, they had Lou Ferrigno. And yeah, it, he was the security guard, and they had like the mm-hmm. the little purple pants trope that I thought yeah. was fun. How did? I'm sorry, but they they tried to explain this away, but I'm not sold on the whole pants situation. We should have been seeing a lot of Hulk testicles if this was true to life, because there's no way those pants are staying on. <laughs> Uh, that is correct, sir. But we, we, this is a, this is a family movie. This is a family show. We cannot have green balls. Just, (laughs) just, we cannot have the Hulk hanging brain, hanging that big, like you're crawling up a skyscraper and you just see these swinging. How, how heavy do you think the Hulk's testicles are? So, um, what's Hmm. his name? Um, Tim Roth's character, uh, Emil Blonsky uh, slash abomination. He, he mentioned he was at least 10 feet tall. So, you know, you take the average person, uh, (laughs) you got to measure their testicles and then multiply it by two. So 10 feet tall. That's the, that's the height in Canon of the, of the monster. He, he quoted 10 feet, but that I, I, I think the Hulk is supposed to be a bit taller than 10 Dang feet. On, I'm, Googling, I, I, I'm Googling this. I want to know how big this bastard is so we can get a good barometer on these testes here. Hang on. <laughs> We're answering the important questions here on the Geek Garage podcast. <laughs> how big is the Incredible Hulk? Hang on. Let's just see what a cursory how Google search is. How big are his testicles? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that auto-filled really fast. Um... A height of eight foot two inches in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, seven to eight feet. Really? That's it? Wow. Because uh, they make him look like a lot bigger when he's like on the side of a building or something like that. See, I would believe that height in like later on um, because he does go through some transformations, which end up being uh, a spoiler. So I, I won't, I won't mention those, but eight foot um, two. How tall, how tall was Andre the giant? Uh, I'd probably <laughs> say like eight foot, like seven and a half feet, maybe. I don't know. And how big are his balls? <laughs> <laughs> how big is Andre the giant? Seven foot four. So he was bigger than Andre. the Giant. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So, um, oh, uh, the this is the only Phase One movie that does not feature Nick Fury. Uh, I thought that was yeah. I thought that was uh, interesting too because you're expecting to see Nick Fury at the end uh, with Tony, when Tony Stark uh, comes in for the credits, right? Maybe that was like a a thing like Tony Stark has obviously worked with this guy before, right? probably through some sort of weapons development or demonstration right. or something like that. So maybe that's why he was tapped to go meet with this guy. Or maybe uh, Samuel L. Jackson was just uh, doing another movie at the time. I don't know. 
that, that is both of those things uh, are entirely possible and, and true. I think at the same time, uh, one other thing is that, uh, you know, at, at the end of Iron Man two, they were like, we all, we want you to join shield, but only as a consultant at this time. And so I think Stark was like kind of performing in his consultant role by going to general Ross and being like, Hey, we're starting this new little uh, side project called the Avengers initiative. You got any more of that Hulk um, juice? Right. Yeah. That, uh, that tainted, um, super soldier serum. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there's the, there's that. And, uh, so apparently it took the visual effects artists over a year to construct the shot where Dr. Banner's gamma irritated blood falls through, through three factory stories into a bottle. Um, That was a cool scene. It was a fucking awesome scene and shot for the movie. And uh, I'd say that was a year well spent on the, uh, the, the, the team, whoever, whoever handled that, um, you know, I'll give it up to you guys. Uh, congrats on that. Cause that was a fucking awesome sequence of seeing the blood drop through the stories. Cause it, it literally looked like a camera like flew through the, uh, those those stories yeah reminds you of that men in black opening with the bug or the dragon yeah flying through like yeah kind of stuff yeah yeah um so i know that's kind of keeping it short and sweet for the hulk uh i don't really have a ton else um one thing i I did i did want to point out was uh, if you go back and look just online wikipedia or whatever at the original character the hulk there's uh-huh. a lot more that he's capable of, like a lot more like abilities and stuff like that. Cause there's one scene right. like the helicopter's on fire and he's, and he does like this like super clap thing that like mm-hmm. blows like oh, the fire. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is that super clap thing that now he can <clears throat> just do that. But if you look back mm-hmm. at the um, original character, he can do like all kinds of shit besides like his obvious, like strength, endurance or regenerative abilities and all this right. other stuff. He had like a, a list of things and I could pull it up, but just go, go look at it. Um, like can survive an open space for extended periods of time or, mm-hmm. de- uh, not evolve, but like develop the ability to remain underwater for long periods of time. Like just like stuff you wouldn't think he would, should be able to do, but yeah. Hmm. So it kind of justifies like the extra shit. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't know about a lot of that, like the whole space thing. And I mean, I knew about the, the regenerative, regenerative properties. And obviously he has some, uh, some imperviousness to bullets. Um, cause they were firing on him pretty hard there at the, uh, the little grassy knoll area in at the college. And, he effectively fucked up everyone. <laughs> what was that uh, wave cannon thing they tried to use on him? They don't ever explain what that is. Yeah, I I think that was just supposed to be, um, you know, a sound cannon machine thing that subdues him that, you know, plays these yep. sound waves that seemed pretty effective there for a minute. 
for a minute un- until he was able to, you know, take a giant piece of metal and fuck that shit up too. It was because he, he looked at he looked at the damsel and love overcame. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's the power of true love's kiss. There there really was like this um King Kong moment. And let me mm-hmm. see, uh, when they were in the cave, I actually took a note of it. Like Oh yeah. The yeah. taming of the beast sort of thing. Yeah, the, there was kind of a, a thing there. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice observation. Uh, I, I kind of I noticed that, but didn't really put two and two together, and, and I should have. So good job on that. Well, got to bring something. <laughs> way to way to, um, to pull your weight here, Zach. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, sh- shall we move on to Thor of 2011? Yeah. Uh, so one of, uh, one of my buddies, uh, Jeff Breedwell, he's one of our Patreon donors. I remember when, when we were kids growing up, he told me this joke where he was like, I'm Thor, you're Thor. Well, it hurts. Classic. Classic. (laughs) Yeah, it's really bad, but we were kids and I was like, Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That's how I'm going to go. Hi comedy. Tell her. I'm going to go tell everyone. It was like the episode of The Office where he's like, hey, it's just me or does this place smell like Updog? What's Updog? Gotcha! Ha <laughs> 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 Hey, is it just me or is this place in need of some Updog? What's that? What's what? That word you just said. <laughs> just forget it. <laughs> you really fucked that up. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to mention the office in every episode I think moving forward. It's a, it's a necessity really. It's going to um, come up. Yeah, uh until we do our next episode on the office, which is inevitable. Uh, yeah, we'll, it's we'll find a, we'll, we'll find a reason to do it. Maybe um I, in a blog post like a year or two ago, I took the time to house every single member of uh, Parks and Rec into their respective Hogwarts houses, but I, I oh, never... I've seen that. Maybe it was yours. I saw. Yeah, it, it could have been. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure someone else has done it too, but I I didn't bother to look because I wanted to do it all on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm using my own knowledge of both Parks and Rec and and Harry Potter. So maybe that that could be fun to to do an episode where we. <laughs> Where we go over the main characters of the office and put them in Hogwarts houses. Yeah, I'm down. That sounds fun. It'll be fun. Um, but yeah, anyways, Thor of uh, 2011, director Kenneth Branagh. Uh, Brana. Um, I think he's British because he is uh, knighted Sir Kenneth Branagh. Okay. Um, so we got uh, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, Stellan Skarsgård, Kat Dennings, Clark Gregg, Colm Fjord. And Idris Elba, good old Idris Elba, that Loved sexy, him. Loved him. sexy, tall beast. God, like if I ever ran into Idris Elba for whatever reason, I'd be like, I think I'm gay now. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling a certain way. <laughs> right. The, the, his um, uh, Heimdall, Heimdall, or however you pronounce he- it. Fa- favorite character, favorite character in the movie. He is fucking awesome. He's a great little side character there, but like a super important side character. Um, and he does have uh, recurring roles in 
uh, I think all the Thor movies in Thor, um, the dark world and Ragnarok, I believe. And, uh, a very short role in, um, uh, Avengers, uh, infinity war. So, um, yeah, so uh, it's got a, a tomato score, a critic rating of 77, and a audience score of 76, which I think is a little low for this movie. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would have guessed high. Um, high 80s. That would have been my guess. But yeah, I can kind of see maybe some of the diehard fans didn't like what they did. I don't know. I'm not a diehard fan. Don't at me. I don't care, but I can, I can kind of see like they made it kind of a little funny, a little poppy. Maybe it wasn't like a serious so much as it was fun. A lot of the time, some heavy Mm -hmm. content, but um, it was, it was was a real fun movie. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So uh, Zach, what what are some of your uh, general thoughts and feelings on this movie? And uh, you can go ahead and tell me any of your favorite parts of the movie. If, uh, if you have any. Yeah. Um, like I said, breath of fresh air after mm-hmm. um, having to sit through Hulk, not have watching Hulk. I'll put it that way. Hulk wasn't bad, but um, I liked uh, what, what do they call the people from the ice giants? What are their names? Oh, the frost giants. Yeah. From, uh, uh, Yo- uh, Jodenheim. That's right. When they first go there, I thought it was cool. You got some real, uh, witch King vibes from, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, return of the King. Oh, that, sure. That yeah. really reminded me of that. That was one of my favorite parts. Um, I like that we got to see, and again, I know this looking back because I've watched the Loki series. It's, it's almost like a Loki origin story. If you're, if, oh, you're, okay. if you're watching it now. So that part was kind of fun. You get to see like his development and you get to see him like mm-hmm. now in like the series, which is kind of cool. Um, so that was fun for me. Um, when he landed on earth, did he land in those jeans or what was the, what was the deal? Like he was wearing like pants when he was cast out by Odin. Uh, so I am led to believe that that is, um, was that like uh, his like, un- under uh, armor uh, like, type thing? Yeah, under armor wear yeah. uh under his suit because he was stripped of uh, you know obviously you see it on screen he was stripped of uh his uh, his Mjolnir uh, and like I actually I was reading that uh, Odin taking the breastplates off like the circular plates w- was is akin to like someone ripping off like um Oh shit. Like if you're in the military, uh, like taking the, you know, the things off your uniform, like in a very violent way, like you, Hey, you fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, you dishonored your country. Like stripped it's of your kinda, rank, it, basically. Yes. Thank you. Stripped of your rank. Um, it, it's basically that that's, that's what it boils down to. Yeah, and so, I yeah, it. I think he takes what, everything what away he, from him, takes his cape, takes his little shoulder epaulette things and takes his, uh, big hammer. Yep takes basically everything and uh, sends him to Midgard and uh, that uh, yeah and then he gets hit by a car like three times in a row a lot of, a lot of slapstick in this one yeah um, seriously though like I I fucking love this movie uh, I, I love it I did too a little, a little bit more every time I watch it uh, I, I've seen it several times and 
so I remember first seeing it and I was like, okay, but then kind of, it immediately got pushed back to like, you know, the very back with the incredible Hulk in terms of the, the MCU movies that I liked because, you know, the Avengers had like come out and Iron Man and, and stuff. So it just naturally, it didn't rank really high for me, but uh, I think this movie has a ton to offer. Uh, like, like the score, I forgot how this, how fucking great the score is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's epic. I noticed um, that too. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it, it, next to Iron Man, it probably has the best score in phase one. Um, I don't know. Like all the scores in phase one are pretty solid. Like Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Thor, they're all great. Uh, that really is kind of the soul of the whole thing, isn't it? Like you, you got your great cast and you got the great cinematography, but I feel like that score is just what really makes it for me. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it really does. Like that's, that's one thing like, you know, there's a lot that cannot be translated or can't be translated easily from the comic books to the movies. And I think the score is one of the things that really helps to pick up the slack. Uh, it, you know, and just really drive the point home. Like, strap your guards in, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to get fucking right. You know, it's something we don't comment on enough. Like, who did the score for these movies? I wish we would have paid more attention to that. Uh, yeah. If we were an actually good podcast that had like sponsors and shit. Nah. Um, yeah, you and- know what? We don't have enough Patreon subscribers. We don't have sponsors. You get what you get. All right, we're gonna talk about teeth. And- <laughs> <laughs> teeth and beer. Teeth and beer. You're yeah. lucky if we even get to the topic, all right? So just <laughs> settle down. <laughs> right. We're we're just throwing the uh the episode title in uh in the episode title just for shits and giggles. Like we may or may <laughs> not actually get to the talk talking point. Um but yeah, you know, I, I thought it was a a very underrated origin story in phase one and a lots of like really great multi-dimensional characters like the main characters the side characters like like thor's um entourage like i just (laughs) i love them all (laughs) yeah like like i love how when whenever they show up uh in act three to the the little town Mm -hmm. in uh, new mexico like (laughs) just walking through like they're (laughs) larping yeah, the the guys on the roof, they're like, "Hey, we got a, a Xena and <laughs> what what does he say? We got a Xena and a Jackie Chan yeah. and like uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember I, what it was. It's funny as shit. Though. I, there, there was yeah, there was three, but I, I really wish he would have said like Gimli or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, of course, this is the first time we see Loki, and you know, Loki is just one of those characters that is so beloved by so many people. And uh, Laufey's um, son didn't know that. That was uh, news to me. Oh, yeah, that, that he's actually of Jodenheim. Yeah, did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they they actually dive into his, uh, a little bit more of his backstory later on. I, I can't remember off the top of my head where exactly... Um, they, they dive in a little bit deeper, but it's not too far off. I want to say it might be an Avengers. I can't remember exactly, but, hmm. 
I like uh, uh, I like or, when they first land on like Jodenheim and there's that scene where they're just like walking across like the big landscape and you can see mm-hmm. um what's the lady warrior's name? I can't remember. Uh Siv. Yeah, but she's in heels or like pla- <laughs> platforms. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I know <laughs> shoes in every movie that we're watching, but she's in like these platforms like I'm like all right. Okay, I guess you're a warrior. You can wear whatever you want, but Hey, I thought, I thought that I was mean, funny. It might it might have been like a height thing too. You know how Tony Stark had to wear like lifts in his shoes uh, for some yeah. scenes. So right, maybe it was that. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you know, if she can kick ass in them, then who am I to to speak out of turn about? Yeah, she could have bells on them for all I care. Yeah, um, no, I I love her a lot. She's she's great. Um. Let's see. Uh, so we talked about uh, it when we we're discussing the Incredible Hulk. We, were, we talked about the post-credit scene there. Um, I'm assuming you did watch the post-credit scene for this as well, Zach. I don't know if I did. You didn't watch the post-credit scene. <laughs> I don't know you, if I did. You dumb bastard! <laughs> I don't know if I did. I've been, I, was, um, I was like trying to watch it while taking care of a kid. No, I watched this one last night. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember if I saw it. It has uh, Dr. Selvig and Nick Fury and the test. Yes, 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 yes. I okay. did see it. I did see cool. it. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah. that is a, a direct lead up to the Avengers, which, okay. you know, yeah. we'll, we'll be covering next. But um yeah. Uh, what, what, so what did you think of that post credit scene? Do, do you have any questions about what's going on or, uh, I mean, I know, you, I know the Tesseract is a thing because we've seen it previously. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know how he previously on lost. Yeah. And I know how Nick Fury wound up with it just from having watched the, uh, Captain America, I think. But, uh, um, right. Yeah. So I, I kind of got an idea where it's going just from being alive and the Avengers being <laughs> a thing. So, <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I did like. Let me see. Oh, did you notice Southwest had a couple of? Um, I don't know if they paid for it, but they definitely got some space in some of the scenes. And um, when did they? The, yeah, when they set up the um, structure, I guess around Mjolnir when it crashed in the desert, and the, the um, shield built that whole basically a little makeshift complex around it. There's a uh, a funny scene where we got he's he's typing on a computer like, you know, they they all do. They're always typing on a computer and he's like, we got a flight entering the airspace Southwest flight, whatever, 5432. And um, Coulson goes um, reroute it like all the others. And I'm like, okay, Um, but uh, (laughs) in in, in a later scene, um, there was a uh, billboard in the background uh, advertising Southwest too. So I don't, I don't know if they paid for that space or what, but uh, mm. they had Interesting. A, cu- a couple spots in there. All right. Uh, did you have any favorite moments from, uh, from this movie? Yeah. I like the, uh, the mud wrestling scene. Oh yeah. That was, that was pretty I was epic. like, why, why is this happening right now? <laughs> Cause he, he's like going through the complex, just like, you know, kicking ass. Cause he's a, big muscly dude who's super strong. And then he gets to another mm-hmm. bigger muscly dude and they just have a good old fashioned mud wrestle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like the so, big, the big boss of that level, I guess before he could right. actually be disappointed that he was not worthy to pick up his big hammer, but 
Yeah, not yet. Not um, yet. To, uh, speaking of that scene in particular, uh, did you notice that that was our very first glimpse and in introduction to Hawkeye? Yep. Yep. I did see that. I was like, oh, this guy. So I wonder, like, when they have, like, more on him, how he got there and why he's apparently very good with a bow because they don't address it at all. It's just like, here's a guy who's good with a bow and he doesn't even like demonstrate his ability with it. He's just like keeping an eye on uh, Chris Hemsworth down there. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, for the most part, you are just supposed to kind of accept that Hawkeye is a thing and his weapon of choice is a bow and he's really good at shooting um didn't i read somewhere like there's a movie later on where he has like this really difficult shot that he actually made um was that him or another movie like it's a scene i don't know what movie i don't know the scene but he had like this really difficult shot and it's something that he like practiced over and over i could be thinking of a different movie. um maybe uh i can't remember off the top of my head i but (laughs) <laughs> that is uh that is very probable I, I, it wouldn't surprise me because yeah. jeremy renner's a fucking badass uh, so um yeah uh a- anything else a- any other um scenes that that popped out for you uh no to, wh- what about the what, what about the you- girl because i mean he has to destroy the bridge right so and he says you'll never see her again does she pop up later uh, she does actually. So is that like, um, Thor's, I guess, love interest in the, in the story? Like she's yeah. his pepper pots, I guess. Uh, more or less. Um, okay. yeah, right. she, she is definitely considered the love interest. Uh, so she will, uh, she'll be, we'll see her in the next Thor movie and then we will see her in, um, at Thor as in, uh, Thor to the, the dark world. And then Thor to the Thorning. <laughs> Thor to the thorn in my side. Um, so is that like a, a Prince Harry, Megan, Megan, uh, what's her name? Megan Markle kind of thing where he's royalty and she's just an earthling. Uh, more or less, but that's about to change in a big way. And for the next Thor movie, the Thor love and thunder, um, <laughs> she, she's going to, uh, from what I've heard, she's going to become Thor. Uh, uh I, I, she I Thor, she Thor. Yeah. She, she Thor, still she Thor shows by down the by she, the she Thor. She Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit. Okay. Um, so, uh, a little bit of trivia, uh, for this film. Sure. Why the, not? Uh, this is one that I was super glad to find because I was trying to identify all these artifacts in the, the artifact room, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we see multiple times, uh, in the movie in, in Asgard, but I was only able to identify like a couple of them. So, uh, the artifacts that we see in chronological order of uh, appearance in the movie is the tuning fork, a, de- a device that can summon monsters, <clears throat> uh, 
the tablet of life and time, a slab that can extend one's lifetime. The warlock's eye, an artifact that can control people's minds. The eternal flame, a mystical fire that cannot be extinguished and also played a major role in Thor Ragnarok. The casket of ancient winters, an enchanted container filled with frosty winds, uh, plays a major role in this movie. And the Infinity Gauntlet, a glove encrusted with six reality-bending jewels. Uh, but of course, um, this is uh, this is not the real one. There is a moment in another Thor movie where um, it is uncased, uh, unearthed, um, revealed, whatever, that uh, some of the relics that have been collected were in fact fakes or not the real thing. Um, and this infinity gauntlet ends up being one of them. Uh, huh. got so. a real, real Tom Nook scenario going on. <laughs> that sure. list, that list sounds like something a dungeon master made up when it's time for the characters to level up <laughs> dungeon master. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it kind of does. Really. Sounds like that, that item list that you get to pick from. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, wh- uh, one thing I thought was kind of interesting. So Tom Hiddleston, he trained in uh, Capoeira uh, f- to prepare for his role, which is the uh, the Brazilian martial arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really fucking cool. Like e- even if you just do it on your own, like it kind of looks like stretching and flipping and like just moving around all crazy like. But it- it's very fluid. It's a, it's almost like a Tai Chi, but, but with a, a bit more acrobatics to it. You ever seen that Bob's Burgers episode with the guy who does capoeira? No. And he just sways back and forth going, Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I need to watch that. It's now. a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh one thing i thought was really funny that i have not i haven't picked up on yet out of all the times that i've watched this movie so in the uh, the diner scene where thor is like another and smashes his coffee cup yeah uh, apparently in that when he does that if you look closely in the background with the the cars driving um in the uh, the little town you can see the truck that Stan Lee is driving um, that where he tried to pull Mjolnir out of uh, oh, the okay. dirt uh, because it is the truck with no truck bed. With, with missing the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking hilarious scene. Like every, um, every, every time they, they put him in there, it's always something funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that scene was pretty funny. All the all the guys like trying to rip Mjolnir out of the ground. <laughs> all one the guy fu- was like, "Here, hold my beer." <laughs> all the fucking townspeople just gather to see who can pull this fucking hammer out of a rock. Yeah, yeah. So, that sounds about right. I like how yeah. they made the town like some of the, the the scenes of it. It looked like a um, a movie set, kinda. I don't know if that was like intentional, but it looks like those mm-hmm. towns they would build for like the spaghetti westerns, where right. it's just like made to be and it just looked like that and i Mm -hmm. thought that was kind of cool i don't know why yeah 
Yeah, the, I mean, that's definitely what they did with this movie. Like, they, they found, like, a little plot of land, yeah. and they, they just built this set on it. Yeah, it was um, made to be blown up, I'm sure. Like, they're like, we're going to just wreck this shit, so <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just build one and blow it up. Right, yeah, and, and that's uh, that's what they did with um, with big old uh, Metal Man. I, I, I don't know that, that thing's name. Um, they call I it the it, destroyer, I think. The destroyer. I think is the uh, name they give it. Yeah, that that sounds right. Maybe that's um, why this this was just such a breath of fresh air because it had like actual scenes and actual props whereas the Hulk was really reliant on special effects. Sure, yeah. You can always tell too. Yeah, that makes sense. Um Let's see. Uh I'll list off this little tidbit since you said you were a fan of uh, Heimdall. Uh, so to prepare for the role of Heimdall, Idris Elba read the Thor comics where Heimdall was featured prominently uh, quote. He is, he's a very central character and I wanted to reflect him as he is in the comic books, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Like I always love it when char- like actors who you see them in like all these other movies and you wouldn't necessarily pit them for a comic book character role, but they decide to do it. You know, maybe to let you know that they're not above like doing comic book movies uh, in addition to like art house or Oscar worthy films, um, which is what that's Idris Elba. Like he, he, he's, you know, done all kinds of uh, great movies, great shows. Like he, he was, aw- he's awesome in the wire. Um, you know, and, and then he has like these funny, interesting bit parts, like, you know, a couple episodes in the office. Um, you know, he's, he's got this uh, role in Thor and I love his dedication to, you know, like choosing to read the comics and, and figuring out how to best portray that role. Um, and uh, translate it onto the big screen. Well, obviously Marvel's pretty big at this point, and I'm sure that paycheck didn't look too bad either, but at least if you're going to do it, do it right, you know? Right. Because it's going to show if you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, to uh, that that's... point, um, when you were talking about him going back and reading the comics, I, I uh, just went did a Google search of like Thor comic book character, and it goes back to like the 60s. Like this character's been around. Oh, yeah. And I think I noticed like the Thor that we know came about maybe like late seventies, early eighties. Cause you start to see some of the names you see Heimdall, you see Loki, um, Mm -hmm. you see some of the, the, the names that you recognize from the MCU that we have. So I think um, maybe they started drawing from like then forward. Some of the stuff in like the sixties, like the storyline and the character, obviously you have like Odin and all that stuff, but it just didn't Mm -hmm. seem familiar reading it yeah yeah that's i think that's what they do um what they've done a lot of actually is is just uh pull from the the later years of the comics just because um it's just uh trying to pull from those very early years like the 40s and 50s 60s it's just like you know, it yeah. ends up being um, it, it just feels a little dated. So let's see what what else to uh, to talk about Thor. Um, I think uh, for the most part, I've said my piece. Um, 
So this is the last movie before we get to Avengers. So mm-hmm. um, how pumped are you uh, going into Avengers as of right now? Looking forward to it. You know, I wasn't sure how I'd feel working my way through all these movies just because I couldn't have been bothered back in the day. Why should I be bothered now? But I'm glad I'm doing it. It really is a good mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. It's kind of cool to get a look into this world. So kind of looking forward to it if i'm being honest about it so we're gonna stick to just this one on the next one yeah just avengers yeah you know it's probably a lot yeah it's it's a lot um and plus it wouldn't really make sense to do avengers and then the next movie i think it just makes sense to dedicate an entire episode to the first avengers movie because there's a bit more to cover and, okay. and un- unpack and all that. So, but uh, yeah, I, you know, that's Thor. I, I loved it. Uh, like I said, I like it a little bit more every time I watch it. Um, I think Thor is one of those characters that uh, doesn't really get his due. He, he kind of gets overlooked by a lot of people. Um, I know Loki gets a lot of fan love. Um, yeah but, uh, yeah but i think especially I think, as of late yeah um we, i mean it's understandable like well deserved yeah uh i mean uh tom hiddleston he's he's an amazing actor and uh a great person from what i can tell uh, so yeah it's yeah um so uh i guess that's it we can move into our shit that doesn't suck segments um yeah. You uh, you got something lined up? Zach no. Rules. <laughs> that was a very uh <laughs> that was a very declarative no there. It's been it's been, like, a busy, no! it's been a busy it's been a busy week for me, honestly. <laughs> Shit that doesn't suck. Okay, so uh, my shit that doesn't suck for this week is Ted 2. I recently rewatched the first Ted movie. I can't remember what streaming platform it was. I think it was either HBO, Max, or Peacock. And I was like, great, now it's time for Ted 2. And there was no fucking Ted 2 streaming. Like, I had to go pay for it. And I was like, what am I, an asshole? Like, I'm not going to go pay for it. (laughs) So I, I was like, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta come across some streaming platform sooner or later. And, uh, man, am I glad I hung on to my Peacock subscription because they have been slapping some pretty good titles on there as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have, uh, if you've been on the fence about getting Peacock, uh, I totally understand <laughs> because even with like the first paid tier, which is what I have, like you still have to deal with commercials, which is pretty obnoxious. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? But it's only like five or six bucks. So it's, you know, small price to pay. Um, and with movies, you, you have to watch like maybe 60 or 90 seconds of commercials beforehand, but then you get to enjoy the movie commercial free or ad free, whatever. Um, but anyways, sorry, cut off on a little tangent. Ted 2, I 
forgot how fucking funny this movie is. Like <laughs> the thing that sticks out to me the most is like, so the, the weed strains that they talk about in the first movie that like they talk about in the second movie too. Like that, that's another bit part. And um, Ted is like, I got this new strain called here comes autism. <laughs> <laughs> And holy shit, I fucking lost it. Like, (laughs) it's so fucking funny. Um, And and there's this scene towards the end where it's just like this big brawl. Um, Zach, I I don't know if you've seen this movie or not. Um, I don't know if I I saw Ted 2 or not. I I don't want to spoil it uh, for, for you and those that haven't seen it, but... Holy shit, this movie is so fucking good. Um, so funny. Uh, I also watched, um, uh, kind of tangentially related to uh, Ted and Ted 2, is um, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, I remember watching that one. Yeah, uh, that's that's another funny one. Um, it's got, uh, again, Seth MacFarlane, but IRL. And um, what's her name? Furiosa. Uh Charlize Theron, uh, beautiful, beautiful Charlize. She is, uh, God damn it. She is amazing. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's, that's my shit. That doesn't suck. Zach, you, uh, you got something lined up. Uh, I've been struggling for stuff. We, um, got the Christmas tree up like the day after Halloween pretty much. And I've just, been, Oh yeah. Yeah. Leading into the Christmas movies. Cause every year I'm like remorseful. Cause I, I always miss like, like how did i not watch the grinch or like you know what i mean Mm, but um you're right what have i been watching so if you haven't watched it uh what we do in the shadows the latest season just wrapped up really weird ending um did Mm -hmm. there's no way you see it coming um ted lasso wrapped that was another one i was watching i've been leaning into the um christmas episodes of the office this past week that's another good one if somebody's uh looking to get peacock that's another reason yeah nothing really uh new that i haven't talked about before really like i said it's been a busy week so yeah no that's that's cool so good ones um yeah i i've heard nothing but excellent things about ted lasso like it's just so wholesome and it's 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 all in the writing don't get me wrong the acting's pretty good um Mm -hmm. jason sudeikis is phenomenal but so some of the other characters it's like uh, it's it's so so it's it's all in the writing it's one of those shows well uh listeners thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate it uh as always please leave us a rating and review if you enjoy the podcast um you can leave us one on stitcher or apple podcasts uh, while you're there and while you're at it uh subscribe if you haven't already uh follow us on all social media uh you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram although we are the most active on our facebook group uh, you can find a link for that in the description below if you like the podcast enough to want to uh, throw us your hard-earned doll hairs then we have a patreon also a link in the description below we got a couple different tiers a couple perks um early access to content and being a part of uh programming and um signing off on uh, new episodes and topics and talking points so it's a lot of fun um and uh 
tis the season to uh to shop and shop local um and i'm not just trying to pimp myself out uh buy shit from your friends if you have friends that make shit and sell shit uh buy from your friends because uh it does not come from china um and it won't be stuck on a barge in the ocean waiting to dock um yeah uh link for the etsy shop is also down below in the description if you want to check that out shop local shop uh, small business do all that fun shit for the holidays um give your friends some money instead of uh, making the corporate fat suits even richer um and as always be kind stay kiki and eat lots of cheesecake Bye bye